0: It's just breakups isn't it <laughs> just basically breakups i think that is honestly a topic
1: within a topic within a topic yeah.
0: like i yeah
1: i could talk about breakups for Ugh, days. after I, I can now and before i wouldn't be able to talk about it but now i bloody can you're probably like what even like surely a breakup can't be that bad guys surely mm. not Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the All In Due Time podcast. I'm Shay. I'm Atlanta and today we're going to be talking about breakups. Yes. Which, yeah, Ooh. that is, that's a big one. <laughs> it's going to be a big one. Might get a bit emotional, we'll see how it goes. You know what, I might even get emotional. Oh wow. Uh, I might even bye go bye. through a breakup. I am and so I'm very easily likely to have a little, a little sniffle maybe, but hopefully I can hold it together. We'll see. We'll see how it
0: goes. I, I'm going to say the same because I'm, yeah, I'm all over the place at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but my anxiety is—it's just through the roof at the moment. So, three words, please, Shay. How do you feel today this week?
1: I feel quite fed up, and I don't know why that is. Yeah, that's two words, but it's alright. It's I'm two words, but words. it it counts as one emotion. Um, okay. I would say fed up because. I don't even know I've been like pretty tired lately and it's like I'm kind of fed up of feeling so tired all the time and feeling sluggish like I'm just irritated by that there's nothing worse than just feeling drained yeah exactly that's how I've been that's that's I can use that as my second word actually I'll say I've been feeling pretty drained as well third word I'm feeling a bit stuck because stuck
0: life, back at what you're doing in
1: life Just Yeah like I feel like I'm in a very weird like headspace right now Like I think I've been very like down Well for like the past few months obviously I was really really down um, And I think I'm finally sort of coming out the other end Like I think I'm finally getting there and you know like I feel like I'll be, be okay Like I feel like I'm getting more and more okay But then at the same yeah. time sometimes it's like that feeling of being all okay again Does feel quite far away so I feel like I'm stuck in this area between I'm not completely as like depressed and devastated as I was a few months ago, but I feel really far from like being genuinely happy again. It's like I'm just. And I feel like that makes you feel
0: really demotivated as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's that's my three words. But how are you feeling in three words, Atlanta? Um, mine aren't going to be as like any better than yours, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: my first word would be anxious okay. and it's not even that there's anything to be worried about or to be anxious about i'm just stressing myself out and overthinking about things that just really just don't even need to be deep to be honest yeah and it just makes me feel like quite on edge at the mm-hmm. moment so yes yeah, so i feel quite anxious second one i would say i feel quite low as in just like low self-esteem not feeling great about myself this week because I feel like my anxiety affects a lot uh to do with my moods if I've if I'm feeling really anxious yeah I'll just feel really annoyed that I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and I'm annoyed that I'm allowing it to make me feel like that which just lowers my mood and just makes me just doubt everything within myself so it's just interlinked um, with self-esteem for me, so I feel yeah. Just okay. Low. And I would also say I'm so bad at these three words. I can never think. <laughs> I'm not gonna say grateful again because I've said that like.
1: Yeah, but three if you times. feel it, then you can say it. Do I feel grateful this week? Does she feel grateful this week? No, nah, not
0: really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I just feel quite proud of myself because okay. being going to the gym a few times this week mm-hmm. and like normally before the gyms closed and everything i would go mm-hmm. for my days off and then during work i just wouldn't go because of the timings yeah like with my with my shifts i'd be so tired because a lot of the time i'll plan to do exercise and then i'll just forget or just yeah. flop at home so yeah that my three words i think that sounds good. That sounds positive. Mm, they weren't the most positive. But, like, I I think I jinxed it because last episode I was yeah. like, yeah, next week I'll probably have like depressing ones as
1: well. <laughs> that just happened. So, oh, no. today we're talking about the wonderful world of breakups. <laughs> break-ups? <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Dear. Oh. I'm currently going through my first ever breakup you know I've just come out of a like year and a I think year and eight months ish uh relationship that was my first ever relationship so this is now my first ever breakup and it is absolutely horrible I must say um it has not been an easy ride whatsoever but I can say that where I am now is a lot better than where I was when when we first broke up um i think made progress is being made exactly um i think that a breakup if i could describe it it literally feels like your world is ending (laughs) um it feels it's very similar to you know death of a loved one um i found
0: it a person that's still is still alive which is so painful because they're literally just getting on with their life Mm -hmm. and you're not part of it but you've been used to being part of their lives and them being in your lives for so long yeah exactly stop that it's almost like also breaking an addiction slash habit oh
1: definitely like you i feel like your whole entire body it goes into like a shock system because you've developed your life sort of around this person or what they like naturally i think when you're in, in a relationship obviously your partner will sort of always be in your mind or at the back of your mind like you're always going to have them in your head at some point and obviously you're going to see them a lot you're going to do things with them whatever so when you've gone from that for a long period of time to then it just cuts off suddenly you don't even know what to do with yourself because you're like what do i do without this person and it is obviously it it is just horrible (laughs) like it's definitely a grieving process um and grieving has its stages you know like it takes a long time to get through all of the stages of grief and oh it's yeah, like a step-by-step process very much. And I feel like you can make progress and then like fall back a stage and, or, you know, feel like you're over it. And then all of a sudden you're having a breakdown at 2am crying over this person. I know I've definitely been there. I've gone like a week or two. Where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm okay. Like, wow. Like, look at me, I'm being productive. I'm not really thinking of this person. And then literally all of a sudden I'll be lying in bed one night and just rush of tears come to me and I'm literally like having a little breakdown. So it's not a straight line, like getting over a relationship, getting through a breakup. It's not easy. Maybe for some people, for me, it definitely has proven not to be. Um, but yeah, for me, a breakup honestly just feels like a shock to the system, a death, um, and yeah like breaking a like you said breaking a sort of addiction so yeah that's how i would describe a breakup
0: <laughs> i think i would describe it literally the same
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. the only thing i would say is with breakups i think you you're basically forced to learn about yourself and 100% work on yourself that's basically the only option that you have because yeah now that person is taken away one you have to just put all the energy you're putting into that person into yourself Mm -hmm. Um, secondly you have to just you cannot block out the emotion so you just have to sit there and deal with it and deal with the way that you're feeling yeah which can take months which can also take years Mm -hmm. Um, but you you have no choice but to to actually listen to the pain if that makes sense you can't ignore it you can't mute it It, it's just there Mm -hmm. and i feel like when dealing with it you you try a lot of self-help and naturally you just do things more for yourself even if you don't even realize you're doing it but you would just you're spending time with yourself and that that alone is just probably what maybe you missed out on when you were in your relationship because you were caught up with the other person and prioritizing That's the other person so it's not all bad mm-hmm. um going through a breakup because you know, you are investing time within yourself, but there's also different severities of a breakup, you know? Yeah. Depends on the reason and, um, you know, I can't relate, but if you've been cheated on, I can imagine that breakup would be so much harder because you'll probably mm. be like, doubting yourself and 100%. why they cheat and stuff like that compared to a breakup where, um, I don't know, it just kind of fizzled out. You saw yeah. it coming, but you were trying to cling on to the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very different type of breakup yeah, and then
1: def- different types
0: yeah but I think it all comes under the same umbrella of mm-hmm. um feeling like it's more or less the death of someone that that still exists which is really hard
1: really I difficult, really, really <laughs> difficult. yeah
0: I, I, I just feel like from I'm obviously not going through a breakup right now. I say obviously, but <laughs> it's not really that obvious. Um, yeah, I'm not going through a breakup right now, but I've been mm-hmm. through a few, like a few. Um, yeah. and what I would say from from my my experience, one of my breakups was like we broke up and that was it. Mm-hmm. and then one of my breakups was we broke up then we got back together then we broke up again and that went on for two years and that extended oh god the process of the breakup
1: mm-hmm.
0: by like I, I never thought I was actually gonna get over it because I kept going back yeah and like that would just heal the breakup and and I felt like everything was fine and then mm-hmm. when it ended again it's kind of like you go straight back to square one because you know how we said that a breakup's in, it's a process and it's in stages. You can get to like, you can get so close to almost being over it and then you go back and that's it again, you're back to square one.
1: So that's what I
0: will not be doing again. not doing (laughs) on and off stuff because it does not work and I cannot be bothered to long out that breakup process because Mm -hmm. honestly, it's a nightmare like i really i just don't have it in me to deal with another breakup i don't think like oh, mentally my. i don't think i can i can, I can actually process
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it just is just such a long winded process and like i said you can't ignore
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, feelings of a breakup so you could be out with your friends And you could be thinking about it and it would just ruin your night
1: yeah (laughs) been (laughs) read on that
0: (laughs) Like literally it it just ruins everything it's just there
1: yeah
0: hovering over you and it won't go away and it will not disappear and also not to even mention the whole period of time where like obviously because they're not in your life you want to see what they're doing so you know you're checking social media that alone Mm -hmm. i would actually say i was borderline addicted to like stalking my ex like oh no like, like years ago so it wasn't that long ago no that, no that's kind of like a long time ago but like when we first broke up I was checking to see whether he was going out like what he was doing I wouldn't do that now because I think yeah I have, like if I was going through a breakup now I don't think I would I think I'd be clever enough to know to just block them and not look at that stuff but I genuinely the thought of blocking them no way I would rather watch like i'd rather see what they were doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and feel shit after seeing that they were out with other people whatever
1: mm-hmm. than
0: actually just not see it at all yeah which makes no sense because i wasn't <laughs> helping myself yeah <laughs> you're making it
1: worse for yourself
0: yeah but i don't know it's just it's really difficult because everyone deals with it differently and there's no easy way to get over a breakup but i don't mm-hmm. think it's helpful when people are like you know come on just just move on now it's like i can't yeah I can't.
1: so i don't know it's really difficult you, i don't think you can put a time limit on uh, getting through a breakup or a time limit on like moving on i think everyone's going to be different i know there are some people out there that probably can you know bounce back within a couple of weeks um and there are other people where unfortunately i hope i'm not one of them but you know it could take like a year or two you know
0: um, and I think it also it's difficult because you can break up with someone and you can feel anger and hurt and pain towards that person. Mm-hmm. You can be angry about the way they treated you. But mm-hmm. I feel like it, I don't know whether you you can relate, but I think it gets to a certain point where you're over the situation in a sense that when you think of that person, you actually only think of the good things because mm-hmm. you're you're over the hurt, you're over the... Um, you've almost forgive them in a way for the way they've treated you so that doesn't bother you anymore yeah so it's sort of like you're thinking in your head oh well you know i wouldn't actually mind getting back with that person yeah they treated me like shit but i don't care anymore i don't care about that because Mm. you've gone through a lot of the breakup process that now you're back to seeing the person in like a positive light and that's actually yeah that's a thing because after a while, you don't care, and you be yeah. actually, why? Why not get back with them? And still, I don't really think that's a good idea. But <laughs> it's, like it's kind of like your 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 mind fools you in a way because Definitely, you forget. Yeah. You literally forget about the way the person made you feel, or you just don't care. Yeah. And when you don't care, it's kind of like, why not go back? But if you go back, then oh, you know.
1: So yeah going back is always going to be a bit of a risk isn't it like you've got to think relationships end for a reason and people do break up and get back together all the time but just remember like there was a reason you guys aren't together anymore so you've always got to look at it like that um True. but I think it's weird I mean forgiveness is obviously key in a breakup and I think it's difficult I think I'm, I'm in a Like I said before, I felt stuck and stuff because I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm completely over the situation. But then there are times when I sit and sort of think about the bad and it still just like bring tears to my eyes. So I know there is still like pieces to forgive. Um, Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I think I am getting to that place where it's like, oh, you know what? I forgive him for everything. Things happen. We're just young, whatever. Cool. But there are still certain, I guess, triggers or memories that trigger me to get upset. So I know I'm not all the way over it. Like once I get to the point where I can talk about it or think of certain things without it equaling me crying, I think then I'll know that at that point I'll know, okay, cool, I'm over this situation like completely. And I think I'm getting there. It's just obviously, it's taking a while. But at least you know, like you know that
0: because I feel like there's nothing worse than being like, yep, I'm I'm over it, feel good about it and then, you find something out about that person or you know you look at some pictures and the emotions come right back and you're like great i really thought i was doing a good job here exactly you know you've still got you know work to do yeah Um, getting over it there's nothing wrong with that yeah but it's just it really is just your own journey and getting over someone and i feel like no one can really help like no one can you you feel better but i think just hearing that other people have been through similar breakups and um how they've dealt with it and especially if you've spoken to someone who's got over a breakup Mm. sounds pretty much impossible to get over i think that's good like motivation to be like you know what i will get over this
1: that is honestly, I think, a lot of the reason why I got over mine. Well, I'm not all the way over it, like I said, but I think that's the reason why I've gotten as far as I have because I remember, like, the, the night or like, the week that um, me and my ex broke up. I literally remember, like, I spoke to you, I spoke to, like, a bunch of other friends, and all of them have said, Shay, you will get through this. I know you don't see it now, but you will get through it. Like, I know exactly how you feel. I went through it. And I'm looking at all of my friends that have said that to me and I'm like, oh, well, they're good now. They're happy. They're fine. So that did sort of give me this motivation, like, okay, I actually do not think I'm going to get over this. But by seeing everyone else, you know, clearly over their exes and whatever, it gave me that this hope that, okay, don't know when, but I'll get to that point at some stage because everyone else seems to have done it. So I can trust in them when they say I am going to get through it because they have as well. So that kept me going, definitely.
0: Yeah and I also think having been through a breakup before obviously this is your first breakup but
1: yeah I think
0: if you go through one breakup and then you go through another breakup you kind of can look at the past and be like okay I got over that so I will get over this but it doesn't make it any easier I think for me with my like second breakup mm I still felt like I'm never going to get over this it was different this time it's not the same situation but oh, no. here I am I got over it so <laughs> yeah living proof living I proof that, I do actually think that you always have love for your exes I mean it depends yeah but I think to a certain extent like deep down somewhere there's still like there'll always be like a bit of love for for your exes, I think, because you like you've had a close and deep connection with them, yeah. and obviously it's not there anymore. But you kind of you remember it, and you know you've had good memories and stuff. I think.
1: Yeah, it's difficult because I think if you focus too much on only the good aspects um, after a breakup, then you're more inclined to like get back with that person and like forget about the bad. Um, but then you also don't want to only focus on the bad out of the love and respect that you still have for that person. You sort of want to honour that um, and honour that they were still a big part of your life and that they were good and this and that. So it's like a 50-50 balance of you basically want to make sure when you're looking back on your relationship that you're looking at it holistically. Like you're taking the pros and the cons and you're remembering both sides of that so that you're not inclined to get back with them, but you're also not inclined to like hating them and, you know, holding on to all this hurt and anger and everything like that. So... Think that's just bad energy to be honest yeah
0: like, i've done that in the past like just being angry at my exes and it just doesn't get you anywhere and it actually just i think it just makes it there's just awkward not awkward tension but there's just tension when there doesn't need to be like you're not in mm. each other's lives anymore what's the point in having like bad vibes so i think that's yeah important to just kind of let go in a sense and also you can remember the good things and not forget about the bad but you can use the bad to make sure the same situations don't repeat themselves in future relationships or situationships entanglements whatever you want to call it (laughs) entanglements (laughs) (laughs) no that's you know August Alcina's entanglement song it's actually a banger like he went in I know he really went in with that song. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think using what went wrong, that's why it's good, I think, when you are going through a breakup, is analyze what went wrong. Yeah. And even in the sense where, say, your boyfriend or girlfriend whatever, broke up with you, mm-hmm. or say they did something and it was their fault, just look at the way you behave in relationships because it actually will have an impact, even if the breakup wasn't your fault. Definitely. You can still look at the way you behaved and, and the way that you reacted to certain things in the relationship. And then when you go to your next relationship, maybe you can um stop ignoring red flags. That might be a good one. Oh, um, gosh. Like, <laughs> no but I'm just thinking of like things
1: that you can take from actually analysing your relationship. Every breakup is a lesson whether it ended like on good terms or on bad terms regardless it's a it's a learning experience like this breakup is probably the biggest sort of life lesson I've had and don't get me wrong I've been through a lot more in my life but there was something about this breakup that's happened to me or just even prior to the breakup when I felt like the relationship was basically heading out anyway it has taught me so much about myself as a person and sort of it's made me recognise patterns that I may have carried from my childhood, from childhood traumas. It has made me learn so much and I'm just trying to do all this, you know, self-development work now. And I want to get to the point where I'm so sort of confident in who I am that when I get to entering another relationship, it's like my head is... Like, the end, it won't be the end of the world sort of yeah. thing. If it ends, it won't be the end of the world. It will hurt. Okay, cool. But I will have so much sort of built up within myself that like, I know I'll be fine. But with this breakup, I genuinely didn't think I was going to get through it and be fine. But, you know, I'm much more fine than I have been. So it's obviously possible. Um, But I think I want to go into my next relationship. So sort of, um, what's the word? Just really content within yourself. Yeah, really content within myself so that if a breakup does happen it's like okay cool I, well I've got myself. With this one when we broke up I didn't really have myself at all. So it was extremely hard but that's why I want to make sure for my next one God forbid there's a horrible breakup with that one but if there is you know I'll get through it maybe hopefully a lot quicker than I would have got through this yeah. one because I'll have myself whereas this time I didn't. So yeah. I feel
0: like with this one do you feel like you're a bit codependent. I mean we've briefly touched on codependency i think
1: in the first episode yeah but- we touched on it um mm. i was 1 million percent codependent <laughs> like 1000 million trillion percent um i think we both me and my ex i think we both probably were me more so um but i think since the breakup and sort of looking into myself um i can sort of see or i guess I can guess why I may have been, like looking at sort of patterns throughout my life. I'm sort I'm sort of spotting little similarities here and there, like with my ex yeah. and with other relationships in my life. So I'm like, okay, it's sort of making sense as to why. Um, definitely, that's why, again, I wanna find myself to get rid of codependency issues so that I'm just, you know, I don't depend on anyone else. Like I'm fine by myself. Um, but I was 100% a codependent, which is very damaging. Uh, to a relationship and so lesson learned there and I'm definitely going to work on that so that I don't you know become super dependent on my next boyfriend and also if you don't know what codependency means it's basically a behavioral
0: condition so it just in a relationship for example um, you you just prioritize that person you don't put yourself first um you rely on other people for approval mm-hmm. um, you know you ignore your own feelings basically you just prioritize that person and completely just lose yourself and you feel like you can't live without that person and um you know like examples of this like outside of a relationship as well would just be uh people pleasing um like taking someone else's um, responsibilities and their mental health and stuff and just putting that on yourself and there's there's loads of examples of codependency and, and where it can show up in your life because it could be in friendships and parental relationships and stuff but in relationships I think um, for me anyway I, because I think I've been codependent in my other relationships it's just yeah. that I haven't put myself as a priority so automatically they are like the center of my attention like mm-hmm. everything kind of revolves around them i can't imagine like living without them or, same um but just everything like for example if they wanted to move to some random country i might not even want to do that but i would do it for them oh same. they probably wouldn't do it do you know
1: what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was the same. Literally, I would, I would have just like believe. Oh. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'm coming. Yep. I would have dropped and done anything. Like, honestly, looking back, my ex really and truly had me wrap around his little finger if he wanted. Like, if he said, I'm gonna move to Sorry. Liverpool, guess what? I'll go to Union Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I think I got to that point where we're just like, I would honestly drop and do everything for this boy. And I remember and getting that's burning. Yeah, I remember getting that realisation and i was like shay you are in too deep this is the biggest red flag i remember sitting with myself like oh my god like this is dangerous and i remember i had that like moment and i was like okay i need to calm down like i need to something needs to happen i think at that point i started to realize yeah this relationship is just getting a bit toxic a bit unhealthy um so yeah it was yeah. Oh, oh codependency is obviously like it's crazy it is and that's why i also said when you're going through a
0: breakup look at um aspects of the relationship within yourself because codependency definitely affects a relationship I think even if you're not in the wrong in the relationship but if Mm -hmm. you're codependent and you're prioritizing that person that's technically just like really not to be harsh but it's like clingy and needy energy and I feel like that's projected onto your whoever you're in a relationship with. Yeah. And I feel like they just like pull back and that makes you even more codependent because you're yeah. you're kind of chasing them. Even though you're in a relationship, you're, you're literally chasing them and you need to have your own life and do your yeah. own thing. For example, if they're busy, go and do something else or I don't know, don't cancel your plans for them. Have your own life and fit them into your life because realistically, a relationship should... Um, should just add to your life it shouldn't be your life
1: yeah that is where I went wrong so (laughs) I went wrong twice (laughs) even in situationships
0: I've done it as well so that's why I've had to actually look and be like okay maybe I am actually the problem because Mm -hmm. yeah I need to stop being so codependent but it was it was looking back to my first relationship since we're talking about like your first
1: Mm -hmm. breakup
0: I'll think about mine and I was young yeah. So I was, what, 16 when it ended, maybe, like, 14, 15, I think it was 14, uh, 15 when the relationship started, but anyway, yeah. um, I don't think I ever would have even, like, I never would have left, I never would have broke, like, anything could have happened in that relationship, to be honest, I probably would have stayed, because I was so codependent, prioritised that person so much, um, to the point where it was actually ridiculous, yeah. and... You know i've learned from it and i'm glad that we did break up because i i yeah i learned so much about myself and I'm, i mean i still made the same mistakes but um it's okay
1: like, but, we, <laughs> we, we might make but, a few more mistakes but we'll get there all in due time we'll
0: um but yeah I, I think also with that relationship um that just was so much worse for me because we were also friends before so on top of a breakup we were friends before so that was like an even almost an even bigger factor than the breakup um like the relationship side of it because i felt like i lost a friendship as well like i don't know it was hard i mean it was it was years ago but i still remember it like i'm i don't know it's um it definitely affected um Like future relationships and stuff, but you like I said, I still made the same mistakes. So we move,
1: we move. Don't worry, (laughs) we move. You'll get there. It's all right. It's all right. But um, oh, I don't know. Relationships, well, breakups are um, it's they're very weird. They're very difficult. I think no one can prepare you for how rough your first ever breakup's going to be. I knew it was going to hurt, but my god, (laughs) like. I literally felt like I was dying. <laughs> like Honestly, that is not an exaggeration. I thought I was dying. No,
0: I did. I remember I actually thought it was the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, looking back now, <laughs> I can actually laugh because it's funny. But I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I remember literally thinking, like, how am I going to survive? Like, this, yeah. is just, this is just horrible. But I do think that the older you get and the more, like, breakups or just... Situationships ending, you just become used to it. You're just kind of like, okay. And I feel like the breakup process just you know what you know how it's gonna go, you know yeah. how you're gonna feel, and it's easier. So, um, and I also think the more um, self development you do, so if you break up with someone and you focus on yourself and stuff and get into a different situation that ends you're kind of more confident and content within yourself maybe not fully yeah but I think if you do work on yourself when it gets to the next breakup obviously I hope that that doesn't happen I hope no one actually has to go for a breakup because it's awful but I'm when it good. does actually happen if it does happen again you're sort of a little bit more confident in dealing with it because you're in the process of just being happy on your own yeah which I think is important. It all basically comes down to just enjoying your your life and yourself because if you're not happy within your life, when you are in a relationship with someone, they're your happiness and that's why you become so attached. Yeah. Whereas if you're so happy with your life and you, know, you enjoy your life regardless of whether they're in it or not, as harsh as that sounds, then a breakup won't really impact you as much. Exactly so it definitely stems from a lot of like your own issues i think
1: yeah for sure to go on to i guess what do you call it well we sort of covered it already but i'll tell you are there any sort of bullet point tips or advice of like what helped you get through your breakups like what did you do that got you through it sort of thing um Well, at the time, I felt
0: like nothing
1: was helping. (laughs) Yeah, same.
0: (laughs) But looking back now, so I bought a notebook, Mm -hmm. wrote down almost like a journal, diary kind of thing. Uh, Wrote down how I was feeling. And it's so weird to read it back Mm -hmm. and um, just actually deep what I was writing. And I was like, wow, like I was really feeling like that. But now I'm obviously fine. It's just like a weird... Feeling, but I would definitely say write down um, stuff just because you can also look back and you know see the process of how you're feeling at the start compared to where you are now you know it's just I think it's good to to document it um, as hard as it is I think remove them off social media yep
1: out Absolutely. of sight out
0: of mind with that being said though you can remove them feel like you're over them but if you see like a picture on social media or me or like you bump into them those feelings could come back so just be mindful that like maybe you might feel like oh my god I'm over it but I've had it where I've removed them and then I've seen a picture I'm like oh
1: oh no <laughs> but
0: I would say I would say it's better to remove them yes They're definitely constantly seeing their stuff and constantly checking getting into a habit because if you're constantly checking their social media, they're still the center of your attention and you mm. need to be the center of your attention. Yeah. You can't still be prioritizing them in a sense and you're wasting your time on someone that probably doesn't even give a shit. So, mm-hmm. that was a bit harsh. but, <laughs> but no, like, You just have them off social media, like really, it will just speed up the process, I think. Yeah. Um, I would say there's a lot of um like youtube videos about breakups and that's how i actually felt like it helped me because i could relate yeah and i don't these yeah, you can research stuff online and it's all a bit formal sometimes i would just like just type in like going through a breakup on youtube and i would just yeah. listen to people about their breakups and it actually just made me um just kind of feel like I wasn't alone in a sense because sometimes you don't want to just constantly talk about it with your friends yeah you know it's just nice to hear someone else like a random person you don't even know about so yeah i was watching i watched youtube videos which kind of helped me mm-hmm. um and stay busy i think keeping like keeping distracted within reason because obviously you do have to actually come to terms with it and not keep avoiding yeah how you feel you do have to actually sit down and kind of think about it but also i think it's important to go out see your friends Mm -hmm. spend time with yourself um yeah they're the main ones i would say what about you what advice would you
1: Um,
0: help helped you
1: i mean i everything you said i've pretty much done as well like i've probably watched every single possible youtube video on a breakup i've read every single (laughs) online article on breakups i have um journaled of course like you said that is a really big help because obviously I don't really have a therapist I can go to so right now that journal is my therapist um I would say if you're like spiritual or religious pray uh praying really helped there were nights where because like you said sometimes you don't want to keep going to your friends about it because you've gone to them so much already and as well I used to say to myself like Right, I was codependent in the relationship. I don't want to become codependent on my friends, like to help me get through this. I need to get through this by myself. Um yeah. but if I felt really, really alone, I would pray. Um, and that really helped because it's like I was talking to God, but obviously I'm by myself, but it felt like I still had a presence with me, sort of thing. Um and so that sort of helped me to get over it with less help from my friends. Um if you can afford it, by all means get therapy. I just couldn't afford it, um, and I'm a really big advocate now for going no contact, like implementing the no contact rule. Like obviously, like you said, remove them from social media and everything, but literally cutting all contact from this person. Like, do not speak to them. Going cold turkey is almost as if you're going to rehab and you're quitting a drug. Cold turkey, yeah. it's horrible. It is the most painful thing, especially at the start. But by about day fifteen, you feel like it it still hurts but you feel more capable by the time you hit a month even more capable and then I feel like as you keep going it gets easier and easier so I'm a massive advocate for going no contact I know not everyone can really do it um at first I thought I could never do it and it's probably one of the best decisions I've made to get over this person
0: I think if if
1: you do that it makes you realize that you know what I am
0: capable of not speaking to this person I am capable of you know being on my own because even if you feel like oh my God, I could never go a month without talking to someone and if you do it like set yourself like a time limit, okay, I'm not gonna message um and you actually do it, you're like, wow, okay, maybe I can get over this person because didn't think I could achieve that and I've done it. Exactly. so I think it's definitely I,
1: I agree that going cold turkey is is a good thing yeah, it's one of the I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's helped me and then sort of link to journaling is i really advise everyone to write a list of all the good things about your ex and then write a list of all the bad things and compare a list the bad things might turn into five pages but that's fine yeah my list um i thought i was just gonna do a few um ended up with a good few pages didn't i so and this and it's actually crazy because you start writing this list and you're not expecting to write pages and pages of negative things because you know you absolutely love this person and as far as you're concerned, when you're going through a breakup, all you're remembering is the good things. But I kid you not, once you start to write the bad and you add another piece to the, you add another piece, it starts to sort of give you like this reality check. And it's like, okay, well, you know, the relationship ended for whatever reason. But when all these negatives are listed in front of you, it's like, oh my gosh, like we're actually less compatible than I thought. And you can visualize it as well. You can be like, wow, these factors actually
0: are important in a relationship. And kind of like, wow, I should have, really dealt with this sooner but when you when you write it down you can see a lot of things that you probably didn't even you just brushed under the carpet
1: yeah exactly and it's the same obviously i'm talking about writing pages and pages and negatives but as well when you write your positives down look at those positives and you can keep hold of those and sort of say okay well these are the positives i can take from that relationship so these are the things i'm going to look for in my next one And then you look at the negatives and you're like okay well these are the things i'm going to try my best to avoid in the next one so i think i guess overall that comes under like just reflecting on your relationship reflect on the pros and cons well the goods and the bads of your ex reflect on um, your behaviors in that relationship so i should have a list of things that i did wrong in that relationship and i've got a list of things i did right in that relationship because i think as well just to like make note of it's very easy after a breakup to sort of throw your blame onto the other person. and so I just think it's really important to also take accountability and really look inside yourself and say, OK, even if the breakup wasn't necessarily my fault, what did I do wrong? And you, you will end up with a list. It's inevitable for you to not have made a single mistake in, a, in any given relationship. So reflection, I think, just in general, is probably one of the biggest and best things you can do because it literally will give you like a black and white of what your relationship actually looked like. And you can just use that almost as like a blueprint or like a guideline for future relationships. Obviously, don't try to match your next relationship to all the good and all the bad of the last person. But just sort of have it as like, okay, well, these things went well, so I would like to experience those again. And these things went wrong, so I'm going to try and avoid those in the future. But yeah, reflection is key. And just take accountability for yourself as well. Don't just blame the other person, even if it was their fault.
0: Two sides that every story and there's two sides to the relationship. Those two yeah. people in you know, you have to be accountable to a certain extent. Exactly.
1: You
0: can't just be one sided. Exactly. Uh, it's
1: inevitable for for you, even as the I guess the person that didn't do anything wrong, it's still inevitable that you're gonna make a mistake or two, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And also, um, I think you have to take from your breakups, even if it wasn't the reason why you broke up with the person. Mm. Uh, look at other aspects of the relationship where maybe you weren't happy. Um, maybe you weren't happy with, but you you pushed aside how you felt because you you didn't want the relationship to end. For example, you might have actually broken up for a completely different reason, but maybe you weren't happy with the amount of effort the other person put in, or you felt like you were making more effort and. Sacrificing more time
1: for um,
0: mm-hmm. the other person, whereas you felt like you would just kind of fit into their schedule when it suited them. And I think that's really important, like to look at things that you weren't necessarily happy with in the relationship, even though that wasn't the reason why you broke up. Yeah, um, don't don't take those things into a new relationship. So you know, if you weren't happy with the amount of effort the person put in when you go into another relationship make sure that you you don't what's the word how do i explain it you don't lower your standards for anyone regardless of whether you like them or not never settle never ever 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 settle. settle just because you like them don't don't just throw those out the window because you'll end up just not being happy over time and that's when things start to go wrong and then you know it kind of just still comes under um working on your own problems in relationships and that's something i've definitely done um yeah look at little things that i wasn't happy with in a, in the relationship which could have also led up to one like the reasons why we broke up but yeah um, i think yeah it's definitely important
1: to look at just all aspects of the relationship mm-hmm. definitely to help you in the future 100 well, oh breakups are just i think you don't really want especially now that we've both experienced it, you don't really wish this sort of pain on anyone else. But at the same time, I think, in a way you need to, I don't wanna say you need to go through a breakup, but going through a breakup does give you one of the biggest lessons I think you'll ever have. And so it sort of is not necessary, but I, I, do you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to go through a breakup, but I feel but like- are you in a sense, because yeah. they will help you in the future. But
0: honestly, Shay, I couldn't imagine being married for like 20 years
1: oh god no,
0: i don't for a divorce i don't know how i'd actually see this is
1: what breakup. i mean like divorce a breakup yeah. a breakup as it is is horrible so imagine a divorce like that's a different ballgame i don't know we can't we can't relate to divorce and hopefully Touchwood, we never have to relate to that i don't wish that upon anyone so yeah hopefully it's just it's just the breakup pain that we we experience in our lifetime honestly And a positive way of seeing a breakup is at least you've actually had a
0: relationship. You've made good memories. You've had, like, you've taken some good from it. Some people haven't even had a relationship. Some people have only ever been single. Um, And and technically, we never really own someone. We just experience them. So... Yeah, exactly. Experience that person, whether it's ended or not. You can take what you want from the relationship um, and and move on to better things hopefully exactly so yeah i think that's all i have to say about breakups really i mean i could probably talk about it all day (laughs) yeah
1: we tried uh, to keep it sort of short and not too i guess we don't we don't want to get too personal in terms of our individual breakups and reasons and that sort of thing out of respect for the exes and like you know um but i think we've given we've been open enough and we've sort of shared I guess as best our experience as possible and given as good advice as we can um it's difficult for me because i'm not all the way over it i'm getting there I'm not all the way though so i'm still sort of within this whole breakup process um but yeah we've we hope that what we've shared can bring a little bit of light into your life if you're going through similar and i'm sorry you're going through it if you are it's the worst yeah but I'm sorry, sorry you... if you are
0: going through a breakup
1: yeah but as no envy. oh god what did you say i said i don't envy you oh god <laughs> i'm so dead um <laughs> But I was was about to say, like, a really nice closing statement. I've forgotten it now because of what you said. (laughs) I was going to say... um, Oh, it was actually really sweet as well. Um, Ah, okay, yes. I was going to say, you know, regardless of sort of where you are in your breakup process, like, you will get through it. Atlanta is living proof. I am, like, 90% living proof, so just know... Like that the pain doesn't last forever. The intensity Love of that. that pain doesn't last forever. You will get through it. You will be fine. You will get over this person and find yourself again. It just takes a while, but you will get there. All in due time, bitch. All in due time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have added the bitch on the end.